You are listening to Unapologetic Talk, brought to you by We The People. Bringing some common sense with a little New York disrespect. We The People, for the people, by the people. Yeah. What's up, y'all? How y'all doing? It's Dom. It's Riley Rebel. It's Dom's Cartier. This is Unapologetic Talk. Talks. Today we got a couple of special co-hosts. Co-hosts, co-hosts. Yeah. Go ahead. Introduce them. Don, yes, comrades. We have two very important community members that are part of the SWAR team. Cool. They're also business owners and creatives and amazing queer people, you know, that I met and added to the community. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So introduce yourselves. We have Blue and Oasis. Are you going to go first? I don't even know what I'm supposed to say. My name is Blue and I'm a revolutionary. <laughs> so, I'm an abolitionist and I'm excited to like that ass know people that are taking this shit serious. Yeah. Um, my name is Oasis Arame, uh, pronouns they he, and I'm a revolutionary. Yeah, I feel like asking questions now. Okay, I want to jump right into that. Yeah, 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 right into it. Yo, so, and, then we, right, and then we get into our current events. Like we, yeah, we'll do that after. Ask we're going to do a shit reverse. We're just going to go off the flow. Yeah. Okay, because like, yeah, we're allowed. This is y'all shit. Yeah. So? Yeah. All right. Um, yeah, Oasis. Yeah. Yeah. Tell, tell me where you're from, Oasis. I'm from South Africa. Dublin, South Africa. Yeah. What brought you over here? Like, well, how old you done? Okay, so originally, it was because I met Blue Jay. We met on TikTok. And uh, yes, come on. And we've been we've been together long distance for about three years, and so Shut I the fuck up. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I know that's fine. Yeah, and so um, I'm I moved here so we could get married. Oh, and yeah. So we're in the process of yeah getting married. Yes. And then I met you guys, yeah. <laughs> and now I'm a revolutionary. Totally. No funny shit. I met dimes on TikTok too. Yeah. <laughs> TikTok is changing the fucking world. That I'm saying, like, yeah. Hey, yo, this is all new to me. This shit crazy. Yeah, that's dope. Yeah. Wait, so what? How, how long have you known Don? Uh, Six months. Oh yeah, I Six feel months. like I found the picture recently. It was like January twenty. No, no not January. July. July. Twenty yeah. something is twenty seventh. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, uh, you were high key like on TikTok, probably doing one of those dances, and you were getting like popular on my For You page, so I was seeing you often, and I was like, oh, they're so cute. And then- Come on, algorithm? Yeah, no, that ass, that ass, that ass. And then I was like, oh shit, they're about this life. Oh, fuck. Oh, they say things that I agree with. That's fantastic. And Haiki, when you invited everybody to Stonewall, I didn't know what we was going to Stonewall to do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And then we, I, it started. That's when it started. And that was, I, I remember, I think I remember, I remember the first time we came to Stonewall. And that was your first time meeting? Yes. Yes. Yeah, was, yes. Yeah. Yeah. I don't even remember seeing y'all. And y'all was like, hey, we came. <laughs> we, we saw, we saw what you posted online. I was like, yes. <laughs> like, oh my it's God. working. In person interactions. Like, yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Just very grateful that y'all really pulled up, like, Supporting online is one thing, but like really showing up and um, putting your body on the line and and risking like yourself just to open up to communities always it's always gonna be rewarded. So I appreciate y'all for that. Yeah, no, I just 
I feel like that that interaction changed the whole trajectory of what I understand being alive right now. Yeah. Um, oh. That was my first protest. Yeah. Oh shit! Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. so I also I wanted to ask you, like, being from South Africa, like, what is your experience as an activist and activism? Like, what's the difference? Oof. I'm gonna be honest with you. I didn't partake in anything back home. Um, I used to be super religious, and that was my focus. My whole life was that, and it was actually like, yeah, meeting you guys. What's happening in Palestine? That is really just like, opened my whole mind uh, I'm awake <laughs> yeah I think after what happened in Palestine I really started to like reassess what it felt like growing up mm-hmm. in a post-apartheid South Africa and I was like oh my gosh I grew up in a post-apartheid South Africa mm-hmm. and it's right. like yeah nah that's just what I've been processing for the last few months what that oh my gosh my heart is racing <laughs> just talking about it but yeah passionate, no yeah and now i tell everyone that i came here to be a revolutionary because that's what i believe my purpose is that's what i'm here for yeah no but uh, i think that our love story is really beautiful but like that can't be the reason that we know each other right like, no yeah that doesn't make sense love isn't enough for me like if you're not revolution revolutioning right. a revolutionary revolution. right now <laughs> revolting oh uh, if you're not revolting right now, I don't know what's going on. Like, I'm not really interested. No, where yeah. are you? Like, yeah, friends, family, relationships, yeah. I, I love, like, your love story. I feel like y'all are, like, the longest successful relationship that I know. Is wow. that true? Yes. Like, seriously, <laughs> like, successful. You know what I'm saying? Like, loving on both sides. Respect is mutual. You know, you can, like, make each other grow in a way. Yeah. Hell yeah. No, I've I've really grown a lot over the last three years. I think also coming out of the pandemic, the pandemic as a catalyst for everything that I feel is happening right now. Everyone like starting to witness and being able to like actually slow down, pull out of capitalism a little bit and like, like just watch Mm -hmm. and be like, oh wait, maybe that's wrong. And that's enough. That's enough to start. Mm -hmm. Manipulation. You got any family here? No. Oh no! So you, yeah, this is yeah. No, I just, I, I often. <laughs> and y'all now, You're like my baby's out there. I'm coming. I mean, I'm still doing the back and forth thing because we haven't gotten married yet. But yeah, well, you, you be going back? Yeah, we'll be going back. Yeah. Oh okay. When's, when's the last time you went back? Um, uh, September. Oh, August September. Yeah. We we came back right before the seventh of October. I came back mm. right before. Yeah. Yeah, no, Haiki. Hi, hi, Haiki. You had a real interesting experience. I think, yeah, this, the thing that feels like it's happening for me right now is that we are walking in our script. Mm-hmm. I feel like what I am supposed to be doing is slowing the world down. And I went into the therapy field because I thought it would be like the most direct path for getting people to listen to each other. And it was not <laughs> but uh, but like it, it a lot of really important language for like the math of human behavior we all want to understand ourselves and understand each other that's why me and oasis have such a beautiful relationship because we're dead ass about ourselves yeah. that's it and and once i think we have this fear that if everybody is too confident nobody will have any space but like the, the reason mindset, yeah. yes right, exactly the reason that. we don't have any space is because we reserve confidence for like 
the people that are not in the room, the people that we don't interact with. So like, yeah, I think that as leaning into whatever it is, it feels like you're supposed to be called to do, regardless to how fast the world wants you to produce, should change my life. <laughs> yeah, truthfully. Truthfully, definitely like, I can't emphasize enough on how important it is or the importance of living your truth because I feel like my revolution started, or at least my um, journey as a revolutionary and organizing started in 2020. I guess when I really started taking it serious and started like um, networking with other leaders and curating spaces and um, leading marches and stuff like that. So I don't know. I feel like my whole life I, I was trained to do that. Like as a black person, as like as a, a youth right now, you know what I'm saying? Growing up in a society where genocide is literally happening and people have the proof to see it. Black and brown people are dying at rapid rates you know, because of like hatred and stuff like that, getting all that pushed on me, I was just like, oh, hell no. I'm not, I can't, I can't allow that to push me down. I can't allow these like outer lying factors to limit my truth, limit my experience on, on this, you know, place. So like, I've always been fighting. I've always been um, rebelling against something, some type of like the scarcity mindset. Like I can't, I'm not enough. I've always been rebelling against that. So um, it started in like as a kid, you know, like trying new things and like having various hobbies of always like always expanding myself and, and not limiting my growth. But then social media, definitely, I feel like I have definitely an old soul. Like I'm very mature for my age, but I'm very lucky to be born in this generation. You know what I'm saying? Like social media is a tool and I take advantage of that, that resource tremendously, that privilege to be able to share information and like our art and our confidence, how we can like them TikTok dances that, you know what I'm saying? It gets a lot of attention and like oh. people really like <laughs> discredit people's black creatives, especially like creativity. Like we, we take control of the algorithm, like with our fashion, our, our trends. music, our trends, our art, our design. So like, I definitely, I'm like, I can't allow, like I have to keep breaking these barriers. You know what I'm saying? So those dances definitely push me. Those TikTok trends and stuff to just show my authentic self and like just market me, my lifestyle, like my experience as a revolutionary and and you know inspiring other people to like liberate themselves. And I'm so happy it worked. <laughs> it's working. It's, it's working. working. Yeah. I think that also um, black creatives, especially from New York City influence the whole world. You tell everybody what to do. The whole world. <laughs> you know, me too, me too. Um, I mean, I didn't really understand. I, I gotta be honest, like I've learned a lot over the last three years, but like how much of um, yours culture is just like- Funneled. Right into my country. Like, you know, people not even understanding, like you shouldn't say the N word, right? Like, because it's in the music, it's in the movies, but like, the importance, the nuance of it is not being taught, no, not right? And so it's just, yeah, it's just taken and regurgitated on the other side of the world because it's so heavily marketed. Because it's profitable. Right. It's heavily marketed. Yeah. Talk crazy. It Talk is. Capitalism. Think about how many movie 
these are yo. made in New York. I say this. I say this all the time. Like they will steal our culture and sell it back to us. Yeah. Like for shit yeah. I can't afford. How? How? For more than I made. It's, it's really sick. Mm. It's really sick. And, and I think also like I don't know, like like criminalize it Ooh. and then market it back Ooh, to you guys, very much, especially mm. with black culture. Any, thinking, anything from the black diaspora, to be honest. <laughs> That's why. That's why that Cat Williams shit was like important. You know, mm-hmm. Like him uh, exposing like the, the people up top because these are the people that's boom that go find a new artist to push this shit. Or go yeah. find a new comedian to put in the movies to push this yeah. type of, you know what I mean? Lifestyle or be that type of way. But um, yeah, the heavy market shit, that shit just, yeah. Yeah. I felt like talk. Yeah, I was gonna say I I was thinking about this shit probably this morning, right? Like what is what is the idea of cultural appropriation, right? Like why would I be mad about you incorporating me into your lifestyle if we if diversity is the one thing that keeps us alive right if 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 all if us coming yes. together is supposed to be the thing that feels good right mm-hmm. but it's because of exactly this you you rob me of it ghetto really just means black and not commodified yet mm-hmm. or it, literally like we were not allowed to have our hair this color talk but now white people is out here with a green mohawks i'm happy for you because but, it looks good. Because like, of course you had the money to make sure that it was done well. But um, <laughs> right, right, right. You, you heard well. But I, li- but like I've literally worked jobs where they're like, you are not a, bro. The Crown Act. We just passed that. Oh. And that, and that's here in Africa, where we all, co- where black people come from. They out here telling no, babies you can't wear your hair like that. From. There were rules in my high school that your braids couldn't be past a certain width. It couldn't be big. You couldn't have too many. It had to be a certain past style. a certain width is crazy. Braids coming up to my shit. Yeah. Ruler like and and like I, I don't know if what? they actually check people's braids, but like they would send you home. Ooh. You would get detention. Right. You would right. get in trouble. Like That's there are crazy. consequences for you. Trying to wear your hair a certain way, in right? Africa, yeah, it is crazy to me where the culture comes from. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So like the idea back to us. that I don't mm-hmm. want you touching my shit is not because I don't want to share. It's not because I don't think my shit is valuable. It's because y'all niggas steal too much and you don't appreciate. You don't credit. Like, yeah. Well, um, yeah. tell us about the, the business you got. Yes, talk about uh, your black creative business. <laughs> Support well, black-owned businesses. Well, right now, I am currently working on Lois Blends, which is a herbalism business, herbalist business. Um, mm. I'm focusing on smoke theory right now. So smoking different kinds of herbs and seeing what its effects are, and then curating smoking blends to help with certain ailments. Um, the blend that I have right now that I've just worked on is called Holy Smokes. It's really, really good. It tastes really... S- I think it's right there. Oh, it is right here. It's right here. Yeah. You want to pour something? Holy I'm going to roll up. You want to pour a little bit right here? I'll oh, yeah. Holy smokes. Yeah. Holy smokes. Um, holy smokes. Yeah. We're still the holy in the beginning smokes. stages of our... I might roll myself an herb blunt. You should. You, you should. I just ate yeah. that shit. Oh, straight up herb Smoking herbs is legal. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's what we doing? Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I absolutely put it in my week, yeah. but but like you don't need to. You Yo, can spread it straight like that. Um, I think one of my desires is to get people off of cigarettes and off of grubber. Bro. All right, let me see. Let me see. Let's try that first. Okay, go right, ahead. I smoke weed. Yeah. Holy smokes. Holy smokes. Okay, also, let's talk about it, right? Yeah. I feel like weed is supposed to be an ingredient, and we smoking it like it's the whole meal. And I, I want to change that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, no, that has. I, I, high key, I just came up with that language because yeah, something is happening, right? We are supposed to understand the effects of every single thing that we smoke. So specifically, we all have issues, bro. Like yeah. my brain needs a very specific thing. My body needs a very specific thing. My environment needs a very specific thing. And like, oh, yeah. that's it. We we all just smoking weed. What kind is it? Where did it come from? Like. It doesn't matter. We aren't asking these questions and we deserve that information. We deserve to be that fucking thoughtful about what we're putting in our bodies. Absolutely. Um, This this idea was definitely born out of uh, just. Damn. Okay, I've been I've been sick for a long time. Um, I got diagnosed with PCOS at like 17, 18 years old. What's that? Uh, Polycystic ovarian syndrome. So basically like cysts on your ovaries. Right. So, so from like 17, 18 years old, they started putting me on medication on everything they could possibly think of at that point. And so by the age of 25, I was taking like 13 pills a day and in like really large doses. And I wasn't getting any better. I was so sick all the time. Throwing because up. we're not meant to be taking this. No, I was, it was really bad. I landed up in hospital. And so somebody was like i'm i'm using weed to supplement some of the things that are happening to my body and it's better than medicine so i looked at my parents and i was like i'm gonna start smoking weed (laughs) (laughs) because this medicine is killing me this medicine is killing me (laughs) and so yeah i started smoking weed and it really helped um helped with my nausea my headaches all the symptoms that i was experiencing and that made it easier to do things like exercise and eat Mm. right and which right. helped my health completely. Also, like things like my my mental health, which were mm. diminishing my most diminishing my physical health as well. Right. But at some point, weed started to not be enough, and now I'm needing larger and larger and larger doses to feel better. And and so yeah, we started smoking other things. We went to um, <laughs> in Cape Town. Yeah, we in Cape Town. We went to like a, a cannabis event. Right. And one of the people that spoke was like, there are other ways to get high, basically. And she taught us about all these different herbs that were really good for us and how she was curating herbal blends for women who were pregnant and who are parents that, you know, you still want to get high and and weed really helps, but you can't be high around your kids all the time. Right. (laughs) Right. And so she was like, smoke this instead. And so we started incorporating it into our weed and it, our consumption went down and it helped again. And you can smoke it on its own. Things like chamomile help with period cramps. Um, lavender helps with like easing your nervous system as well as roses. Mulian, which is also in this smoking blend, helps like get the the, the mucus off your chest. Mm-hmm. And so, which is why it's called Holy Smokes. It's a really holistic blend. It does Ooh. all the things that you need all in one. Cool. And um, yeah, <laughs> that's it. Holy smokes, Lola's Blends. Yes. Yeah. Go follow Lola's Blends. Do you have Instagram account? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Lola's Blends on Instagram. Go follow that, y'all. Yeah. 
and support Black-owned businesses. For real, Black queer-owned businesses. Yeah. I just love y'all so much. Oh, look at that. No, seriously. (laughs) I feel like... Yeah, no way. This is like one of my most... Y'all were one of my most meaningful um, connections I made last year. No, seriously, us too. Well, me too. I'm not going to speak for you, but like, for real, me too. (laughs) Right? The reason why we started coming outside or trying to look for things to do outside was because we've been pretty isolated after COVID. Mm -hmm. And like, so we weren't meeting people and we were like, okay, let's just go try and meet queer people outside. And it ended up being like, now it's my whole life. No, that was my whole life. It's my life now. I I love doing what I do. I love feeding the people with We The People. I love going outside with Swar. I love hanging out with our friends. I just, my mental health has gotten so much better also. Like everything, just everything. Fire, that's fire. Yeah. I think, okay, I think also like in a not so beautiful light, Mm -hmm. I was really angry. Mm. And like everybody, I even wrote a poem about it. Like, yeah, no, everybody in my life is calling me angry. <laughs> like, people that I really fucked with was like, damn, blue, like it's like it's hot being around you. You're spilling, and I needed somewhere to put it. And yeah, it, like finding human beings that take themselves serious, it was the best place to put it. Like, yeah, I, I. I was developing an idea and how to move the idea for like three weeks. I met with you and Swar on, I want to say, I think like we met in a smaller group on like Sunday and then a bigger group on Tuesday. And by Thursday, my idea was so fleshed out, so big, so bold, so audacious. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah, I needed to be reflected and I didn't know how to ask like, yeah, for like other people's confidence to feed my confidence. I just needed you to show up like that and y'all did. So like, hell yeah, one of my most meaningful, my whole life is different. (laughs) (laughs) My whole life is different. I love revolution. (laughs) Right? Revolution brings people together. It's supposed to. Yeah. What, um... What, what, What revolution is, is a great undividing. Oof. Right? The capitalist ideology, the white supremacist ideology is a hyper individualization of each of us. Mm-hmm. But everybody's focused on themselves. I've got to work hard to feed myself because who's going to feed me? I've got to work hard to have a house because who's going to house me? I've got to work hard to pay for clothes because who's going to put clothes on my back, right? Mm-hmm. And so everybody is just so focused on themselves that nobody is really connecting anymore, mm-hmm. right? Social media has made it so that we can connect across the, the world, but... I'm not talking okay. to you mm-hmm. right across right. the room. And so what what we're doing right now is pulling the community together and undividing us again. Yeah. I feel it's, like that's our job. Yeah. Like herbs. Yeah. Herbs. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like that's our job. I want, um, it's, it's, it's good. Yeah. 2020. Yeah. George Floyd. Did y'all, did y'all feel the effects of that? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. There was protests in South Africa. I didn't attend any of them. Um, I wasn't a revolutionary yet. I didn't really understand, but absolutely, yeah, there was big protests. Okay, also, at some point, I was supposed to meet you in 2020, and they canceled. Oh, 2021. Oh, in 2021? Yeah. Damn, I was going to say, and they canceled our flight because y'all were bugging. Oh, yeah, we had civil unrest in 2021, yeah. 
Yeah, that was crazy. People Why? were like, people were looting the stores and stealing. Huh. They they just in big groups went in and stole everything. Wait, wait, what what year was this? Twenty twenty. Twenty twenty one. Twenty twenty one. And it was because like people weren't getting money, people weren't working after the pandemic, and the government was supposed to give people money, and they weren't. They ate it. They, I, nobody knows where the money went, and so yeah, people got mad. That's what happened when I mean, and that's an oversimplification shit. of what was happening. I know that the situation is more nuanced than that, but like, yeah, they were angry yeah. and hungry. How clearly can you think and problem solve when you're starving? That starts revolution right there. It was. It absolutely was. Turn up. I think yeah. what I'm curious about is like, how do we go from situations like that to like where we are right now? I really, really wanted something to like really change after 2020, 2021, after we all went back inside and it was like, no, y'all hold your ground. We can work from home. And then everybody started going back. And I was like, like what are you doing? Like, right. <laughs> you're giving up all your leverage. Like not even to say that you need to quit your job. That's where I am now. Quit your job. Nah, if you're looking to quit your job and you aren't sure how to sustain being alive, talk to us because that's the business we're in. But I wasn't even talking about quitting your job. I was just talking about working from home. Just taking back a little bit of your power. You In New York, bro, I spend two, three hours a day traveling. Sometimes four, just traveling. That like, I can't, I don't even understand how I was spending two hours getting to school yeah, and then yeah. spending eight hours in school and then going to after school because my mom's is not home yet and then yeah. going to pick up my brother and then taking two hours home. Come on. Come on. Yeah. We starting them from early. So like, I really thought something was going to change. I really thought that we was going to pull together and be like, fuck out of here. We can... And now we three years, four years in and like, niggas don't went back to work, bro. <laughs> That's why I stopped. Um, I stayed outside. I was like, just build a group. Build yeah. a group. So when that shit come around again, it won't be pandemonium. We we move diligent. Everybody else around is going to move diligent. And we already moving away. You know what I mean? Yeah. They're going to come to us like, oh, they, you know what I mean? They're always outside. They're going to know what to do when it's panic time. So we're going to lead that serious. group until what we doing. Talk. Change this shit around. Mm-hmm. It's great undivided. Yeah. Right. That's what I, I mean. That's what that's that's what they do, man. People start getting tired and stuff. Like you see, like even um, all the shit that's going on right now in Palestine, mm-hmm. you see the actions slow down. Yeah. And the matches every day. Like even the organizers get tired. You know what I mean? I mean, they've been doing it for over a hundred and what, hundred and seven days at this point. Yeah. Yeah. That's exhausting. Nobody shit, can keep huh? that up, like sustainably, right? No. No, it can be but done. If, but I think that mm. I was just about to say things. How many weeks you about to be on? 27, 28 weeks. Come on, yeah. it can be done. Shit, it can be done. Six it months. Be done. Yeah, six months. Right. Now. We've been yeah. marching for six months now. That's the whole right. Hell yeah! I'm so proud. It's beautiful. I'm so, so proud of us. Being dedicated and being like motivated to a fight and mm. understanding is not a moment. It's movement. Mm-hmm. That's yeah, where everybody, you know what I mean? Yeah. They come right. on, ah, ah, feel like they did enough for that moment. You go back there. No, um, or I think it's Audrey Lord that said revolution is not a one-time event. Mm-hmm. And it's it's a way of life. It's a way of life. This is what we do. We <laughs> are revolutionaries. Okay, wait, hold on, hold on. Let's talk. Let's talk. 
I'm not trying to pass this fight down to nobody though. Within my lifetime, for real. Still playing these games. And they already are, you know what I mean? They already are. They're already we'll scared of the cops. That's why I'm out here. Yeah. My daughter already getting arrested. That's why I'm out here. Like, you know what I mean? It shit is it's already started to hit home. That's why I'm like, these are lives, right. And it's it's been like this. How long? It's never not been like this. Why did I say not? No, that, that was the whole thing with me being caught up in the moment. Because I don't think if, if, if people want to turn up like that, if that was just a regular black person that just got killed and we just moved on without everybody turning up. Right. I probably would have went back to work, regardless of what my kids said. Like, just like, you know what I mean? Right. But I, I said, all oh, those people still fighting. Right. Maybe I could, like, go with them and see how, because Jersey right. Ben gave up. And I'm like, whoever fighting, bro, you know? Yeah, no, like if people would just stop that. here, then shit, I'd be looking around, shit, I'd be in Portland somewhere with them niggas. <laughs> Blacked out, like, ah. Okay, but look, look, here's the thing that always happens. Historically, right, shit start rumbling about revolution, and then the guys with all the power attack. Oh, yeah, that always right? happens. Yeah, that's that's the thing. And and so that's why they've, they, they, they've gotten us to believe that our revolution has to be violent. I think that it got to be loud because I think that we don't get what we want without attention, but I don't think that it have to be violent. I think that if y'all want this shit, y'all can have it. I don't know. <laughs> I, I think we got to take it. Bro, it's no, it's nowhere in history where people have not just let people be oppressed. Somebody always got to come in there and take it for the motherfucker. You know what I mean? They got to take it themselves. It's never been like a, a group of people that's been like, you know what? We doing these people too bad. Let's just... You know I think I, mean? I think I feel like we gotta be like the Centralese people. What do these okay. words mean? Talk. Remember, um, I showed y'all like the this community, these beautiful, intelligent people um, on the Centralese Islands and or the Centennial Islands. It's like that separated, far away mm -hmm. from European and other foreign countries and stuff like that. And I think. They, the last time they got bothered was in the 60s, like the 1960s or something like that. There was a peace treaty signed, like, leave these people the fuck alone because they're dangerous. They're armed and dangerous. Like, I'm telling you, they do not have any modern um, technology or anything like that. And they are sitting there thriving within their civilization and so cut off to the world to the point where we don't know if there's like eight people there or like 800 people there right. on that island. And every time... Uh, um, invader, or anyone tries to come on their land, they attack or kill them. Leave them, leave them alone. So, like, you know, I'm like, I'm very much my moral compass, or at least where I'm at mentally, is like, I feel like everyone deserves to be, you know, do whatever the fuck right. you want to do, as long as you're not hurting anyone else. Right. Once you start hurting other people, now it's like, okay, what's your problem? Like, do we have to talk? Like, do, do, you do what do you right? What do you need? And if you can't advocate to me whatever you need or you you know you don't want anything goodbye like what the fuck are you over here for like don't come over here with that hate leave that yeah, shit over there before it starts sending spears and shit <laughs> so, mm, I, don't, I don't know I, I think okay I think I think that I can understand that that the oppressed are not a monolith 
right? So like, I know that the thing that I want, which is to go hard left and live off the grid is not what everybody wants. True. I think the, the thing that I want is to give people perspective. Right now, we only have the option of capitalism or give up your whole life and live in the middle of nowhere. Like those things don't even feel accessible to us, right? Mm -hmm. And like, I, I think what I want is that I should just change popular opinion. We have options, so, right? Like you can, for real, for real, devise the life that you want to see. Mm -hmm. You just have to say it out loud and find other people who care. Talk, mm -hmm. speak it into existence. But like, yeah, I don't, I don't, I, I don't know. Like, I, I think absolutely what I would like is the mass exodus of all my people. Since you think that your your country is so fucking great, let's see what it is without us. But I feel like there's no, that, so many, so many brown people that are like, I worked for this and I'm staying. No. And I feel that. Like, no, I got some Native American in me. I'm like, this is my shit. See, I feel that. my shit. I'm fighting for my shit. This is my shit. Fuck that. I feel, right. see? And, and yeah. it's, see, so it's complicated. Right. I feel yeah. that. Niggas ain't ready to be nowhere. Right, I was about to say, <laughs> I feel like there's more than enough, way more than enough land to go around. Like, some fucking white colonizers have been, like, gifted land. It's been passed down in their family, and they have, like, 200 acres. One acre is, like, how much land? I don't even know. How much land is one acre? I, I'm not I'm not good at math. Uh, but I'm saying, like, it, like... It's what? more than enough. It's more than enough. A mad I, get, just give us one acre, bro. One acre... We will no, change no, the world no, with that one. We want our 40 acres in the goddamn right. mule. Okay. Uh, if everybody would have had their 40 acres when they only served, we would have had half this bitch already. We'd have yes. had our own goddamn state. The way black people would have stayed with each other, imagine if you had your 40 acres next to my 40 acres. Now we got mm -hmm. every black person in America free. They got their 40 acres. We got, we got a whole state somewhere. Several. You know what I mean? Several of them. Several. Shit, I, and by now, by we multiply, shit, we have half this shit. Most now, imagine of the we got our own states. states. We locking their ass up when they come through our state. That's what I want. <laughs> <laughs> That's I want everybody to change popular opinion. I want Word everybody up, to be accountable and nobody to get a pass. You gotta think, we, bro, we would have this shit. It, it'd be this, this, we, the, America's majority white. Uh, eventually, boom, boom. I don't, I mean, know, I don't to, know if I agree. I think, no, no, no. I think it's starting to switch. I mean, it's, it's mad minorities over here now to where, boom. But we were called minorities. And we wasn't just called black. I feel Everybody like they're lying about that. Okay, Everybody so these North, are all right? like linguistic, psychological tactics. Yes. So that you will believe this about yourself. But it don't make they sense. They called you a minority. I told myself. Right? That hey, what means minor something. About me. Every time you say it, you're speaking that over yourself. Also, I need you to understand. Know, no, no, no. Pan-African. White people is one, is one group of people, mm -hmm. right? And let's say even if it's the whole, what is it, a continent of Europe. And then the minority is all other continents. All six of those continents make up the minority and they're the majority. How do that make sense? Just statistically. No, no, no. Wait, wait, wait. There's literally wait, more wait, wait. black people in the Far world. They're lying in the I'm, world. I'm talking about but this right country. here in the U.S. That don't. That also don't make no sense. How? It do. Okay, if think about it, right? There was let's say of course. Okay, states. also there's <laughs> there, a significant amount of the United States is uninhabited. We don't even live on it. First sure. of all, second of all, think about it logistically. Mm -hmm. There's a, let's say let's say how many people lived on a plantation. 
right? How many, how many people own the plantation? This man, his family, that's maybe 20 people. Yeah. How many slaves did he have? Hundreds. Yeah, 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 yeah. Hello? There's more of us. And that's not to count the people that y'all put in oh, concentration they, they, camps. They, 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 13% of us is like in jail. What's on 13% of us making up? Well, also free, oh my gosh. We just, it's like, we gonna do. 13% of black people in, right? in the U.S. And, and half was in jail. And, ha- and how are we still the minority? Come on, it's it's literally language to make you take your eye off the ball. So, we statistically cannot all, from all six continents, be the minority from that one continent. Unless, I, unless my math is not good. Like, logically? Right. Man, think like about it. Why people lying. Lying. <laughs> they, it's the way you hey, make the narrative bro. language. That's why it's yes, so important on. to be intentional and stuff with your language and speak well onto yourself. Because like if you allow people other language to speak onto your character, you're not gonna live your full self worth. I think or not. a part of the revolution is starting to ask questions about the language that they're using about the language you've been using about the things that we say to each other about the things that you believe about each other or about yourself also like how much of what you understand about your own existence is actually you and how much of it is just white supremacist programming that they gave you so also like they never start like black history with like kings and queens and pharaohs that we were the healers and gods that we were they always start with like if you believe it you know what I'm saying? But like they always started with slavery. I mean, they're not going. They, they always started with trauma. You gotta go to like African American history. It's like well, black black history. As far as America, they're gonna talk about where it started at America. That's where we started at. Come on, right. goddamn boat. Mm. So that's where they gotta. Um, but they don't. They don't go all the way in. Do y'all know? Like when we when we start black history in school, bro. It seemed like as soon as they finished slavery. The month is over, bro. Yeah, it's like, oh, there's nothing yeah. else to learn. They don't go no, into the inventions and everything else, Seriously. bro. And when they, by the time they finish telling you about indentured service and all that other shit, yo, the month is up. We get and to, we right to back what is it? Yeah, indentured service and sharecroppers. <laughs> we don't never get to free, though. Yeah. We don't, they don't never get learn to about free, bro. No. I'm, I'm I feel like, like yo, the only time we learn about MLK is on MLK Day. Not doing black history. You might get that shit. You might get, or let's say, like, do a school project report. You never hear about Malcolm X or anything. Like, you know what I mean? How about this, I It never occurred to me, like, in real time, what it actually fucking means that, like, Martin Luther King and Malcolm X was alive at the same time. And they figured out how to get them to not like each other. They divided the black movement right down the fucking middle. You know, you know, you know, when Malcolm decided he was going to work with Martin, he he got killed. (laughs) Yup. They divided them. So then they even tell they want people to still say they divided, not knowing that at the end of his shit, when he left the nation of Islam, he spit out said, I'm willing to work with other black organizers because the Nation of Islam kept him from working with other, you know what I mean, organizers. He kept him like, I got to be the top organizer. Even like when Malcolm X, as soon as he died, the next person of Nation of Islam was like, disrespect. You know why Malcolm died? Like, you know what I mean? On the podium, everybody was clapping and shit. The Nation of Islam, because it was like, ah, he went against the nation. So like, fuck him. You know what I mean? Like, even now to this day, the, the Nation of Islam still talk about him. Farrakhan still talk about the niggas. <laughs> And they say Farrakhan, like he had some. I mean, I believe he did. I always, I mean, that was the thing back in the day when Farrakhan had something to do with that man. You know what I mean? Mm. He was around then. Mm. And after he had a hate speech for, for Malcolm afterwards, all, all the people, 
all the leaders, you can just pull them up. Just pull them up on the joint. On we don't learn about none of them, though. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I mean. None of them. <laughs> I I like the fruit. I mean, I like the, the work that they, like they said, that they instilled and, and, and put out there, but not, uh, I, I just didn't agree with their ways. Because, look, they were all, they all turned on Malcolm for right. Elijah Muhammad. And we all know Elijah Muhammad was sleeping with the little kids. And they knew that back then. That's why Malcolm left. You know what I mean? That's why Malcolm left. And he put that shit out. And that's when they started mm-hmm. making the threats on his life. But, oh, that would make sense. Because he really went hard left. Heard you. Yeah. I don't know enough about Are you Malcolm going X. Yeah, I'm, that, okay. I'm going to have to go and Yeah. And you know what else? Get like When you go, yeah. you go I, to I, where, I, they, where they killed him at, like, you can just feel the energy. Like, yeah. yo, bro, I felt like, you know what I mean? That shit's real. Dad's and them used to throw marches going by there. Dad's, dad's, uh. Okay, yeah, yeah. Mm. He, he's the marches going by there and shit, dog. The Hammerstein Ballroom. Mm. And we used to stop in front of that shit all the time. But I feel like you can feel it, yo. Of course you can. Yeah. People but yeah, they. I just like it never because they teach us history mad separate. These things don't have anything to do with each other. They're not catalysts for one another. It, it didn't occur to me that they was alive during the same time and managed to split the black movement right down the middle. Mm-hmm. So like, mm-hmm. yeah, the revolution is the great undivide. Yeah. The, there's also something to, to be said about the fact that they always martyr off one person. Oof. Right? Like, like the whole movement stood behind MLK. The whole movement stood behind Malcolm X. You know, just just one face of of the entire thing. But right, as if these like even even back other. home, I, I know that a lot of Americans. You you think about uh, apartheid in South Africa, you think Nelson Mandela, but Nelson Mandela was just the face, right there. Yeah, the right. ANC, right? Look into that. The I, the I'm whole Nelson Mandela, people right. are looking to that, right? Right, like the ANC was not just Nelson Mandela, it was a whole movement. Right. Right, it was an ideology, it was an uprising, it was oh, a revolution. Shit, you know what it is? It's because they want us all to look around and go, I can't be Malcolm X. I'm right. Nelson Mandela. Which is why all of us is sitting around going, they put them on a pedestal. I can't be the one person that changes everything. But it's it like, is not one person. We never asked you to be that. We don't want a savior. Also, Nelson Mandela was 27 years in prison. He didn't have time to do the whole thing. I did. People yeah, put too much like, right? like, on one person. You know, they you know want mean? us uh, to. One, yeah, the scapegoat. Right? Or yeah, like, because once they once they get rid of that person, everything else dies exactly. because everybody else won't do the work no more. Mm-hmm. Keep it yeah. going, goddammit. Yes. <laughs> if I die, burn a building down. Yeah. Also, burn it down. We are going to make as many leaders as possible. Talk. Which means and you can't kill our movement. Because no. the movement was the great undivide. That's the, that's the other thing, too. Tell me. But, yo, yo, I swear, yo, that be saying when you do that shit at the protest, that should be college. <laughs> 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 be like, yo, Mike, tell me. Like, yo, tell me. Yo, all right, um, shit, man, I forgot what I was saying. <laughs> <You're so laughs> you can't kill the movement. Oh, no, yeah, all right, yo, um, Organizers, they, they 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 fall in love with the attention and shit like that, and they won't pass the torch. That's the uh-huh. other thing. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And when they mm-hmm. get tired, they wanted to go with them. Yeah. Pass the okay, heard torch. You. Pass the torch. I'm gonna tell you. Pass the goddamn torch. Pass the torch. If you feel like uh-huh. this is not, I'm your not just pass the torch, but like let's all of it hold it together. Hold it together, uh-huh. hell yeah! And right? if, because if. You, if we all holding it up together, even if you t- pick off two, three of us, right? That's what just still held. 
Right. Uh, I, I, try, I try to empower other people. I was when I when I throw my I try to empower other people to boom, get up there and talk. Yeah, right. I'm gonna ride my shit. You wanna talk? You wanna talk? Like yeah, yeah. let's go, let's go, let's go. I try to like push all like like boom, keep going. And I even try to give them this experience every week. Do this. I try to give them a game plan. Do it. Just do it. Like keep going. Okay. Like the youth push. You gotta oh, pass God. the torch. Look, yeah. first, we gotta follow the youth. Y'all are the least colonized. Yeah. yeah. Y'all are the least domesticated and slowed down by all the shit that we already bought. Said the so most like, and also something important. It is, it's true. You know, you start feeling like, you like, ah, oh, man, fuck all this shit. Kill everybody. Everybody gotta go. <laughs> it's fucking true. No, seriously. Also, like, I feel like the youth um, being, I don't know, going through school during the pandemic must have done something. I don't know. Yo, I can't even explain it. What did it do to your brain? Oh. Yo, going. Yo, first of all, first of all, DOE, New York State education system, do better because mm-hmm. me going to school for twelve years to then have my graduation in a supply closet where they just <gasps> pulled out my diploma and handed it to me was crazy. Mm. Wow. Going to school for twelve years and then being like. That's it. Can we get See that you. iPad for connection back? The only iPad that you had to talk to your teachers or communicate with your fucking classmates were with for months. It was crazy. That was crazy. Yeah. So I don't know. That was it was it's a wake up call. Responsible. I was say same shit happened to me, Dobbs. It was. <laughs> <laughs> I got my shit handed in garbage. I was like, I hate it. To me. They was like, oh, yeah, just no, make sure you return yeah. that iPad. I was oh, like, we, we, they right. sent us a YouTube video and they put my name on the screen. Ooh. That was my graduation. And I got to watch it by myself at home. Oh, Disrespectful. Yeah. No, okay, well, I'm not going to lie. I was very fortunate. I ended up um, transferring to alternative school. So, mm. like, my alternative school after I graduated was very hands-on with me. Mm. Like, they still sent me information about, like, trade schools and job opportunities nice. prior to that. Um but I was, it was like a downtown, it was like a white school, majority white school. Like, it was not, like, it should have been in the hood. Like, we should have had these resources in the hood, but, That's like, weird. years yeah. later, like, like two, three years later, no, two years later after I graduated, they started doing um, graduation again. Mm-hmm. And I was still in contact with my teachers and everything, and it was like, oh, do you want to go to prom? You never, oh, you, never, you never got to go to prom, so I ended up go, going to prom. Like, <laughs> two years late, too. but... But you got to go. <laughs> yeah. I was like, Fuck I was on a yacht too. Let's do a swap prom. We are. Yeah. We graduated because I, I didn't get to take my girlfriend to prom. I feel okay. like we should all be able to do that. You know, we should. That's, That's why the one of the big things that I love to incorporate in SWAR is the liberation of all people and giving our inner child a hug. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? We're prom Because like as a as a youth, I know what it's like. Like to have uh, long story short a bitch is traumatized okay I'm mature yeah. for a reason you know what I'm right. saying right like, being in New York at a time like this you know and identifying as who I do as how I do it's just people deserve a fucking hug our traumas make us and break us and very yeah. much build character and I feel like people deserve to have an outlet for that so that's why I do these events and stuff and curate these spaces because I'm like, adults, like, I've always had, like, friends that are, like, 15 to 50. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. based on, like, school or work or just the environments that I'm around. So right. I'm like, everybody deserves love. Everybody has, like, 
something that they enjoy Everybody or a memory that they, you know, a memory that they grasp from childhood that they deserve to have a space to let out. Right. You ready to get into the comments? Hell yeah. Yeah. That's good. You want to start off? You want to start off? Talk to them. Yeah. Real quick, real quick. Oh, shit. Big shout out to Rudy. Big shout out to Rudy. Oh, yeah. Rudy took the day off today. Um, He'll be back next week. So just wanted to shout him out before we get into the current events and wrap shit up. Shout out to Rudy. See you next week, buddy. See you next week, Rudy. Yeah. Um, yeah, so some current events. Um, just to catch y'all up with what's been going on with us as of recently, someone was a riot. We we held some space. We continued to spread information in honor of Kamari Hughes. Um, Kamari Hughes' birthday is actually coming up. It's coming up next week, January 26th. So the 25th. That Thursday, we're going to be holding space for Kamari, just as we did for these last couple weeks. Um, recently, we went to the affected neighborhood and, and helped spread some information, make some noise right. about Stephanie Sharp, the NYPD tow truck driver who attempted a hit and run and is not being charged with manslaughter. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? That's the bare minimum of what you right. should be charged with. These officers are in our neighborhood speeding through and recklessly endangering children and people. And it's not okay, you know. Yeah. The only picture we have of her is like this small ass, like screenshot of like her head mm -hmm. in court. And I'm like, this. I didn't even know she's white. And I'm like, I already want to hold her accountable. But it's like, you out here as a white passing person speeding through black neighborhoods as Dragging a form of authority. Kids. You know what I'm saying? Dragging. A black yeah. child for blocks? Hmm. Yeah. Motherfuckers. Yeah. So, and hiding in your truck, like, to not face the consequences of the community? It right. is, so, so we came out there, you know, held space, turned up, made sure her name was known. And, yeah. We're going to continue to do that. Talk. Yeah. She ain't getting off of that shit. She's I not. Her court case is coming up. I gotta find that exact date. I believe it's in February, but we gonna hold space again, yeah, right, absolutely. for that courtroom. Mm -hmm. Hopefully, if I can maybe like get inside, like. That's the that's the, yeah. But you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Just because the family needs to be supported right now. Right. Yeah. Yeah. The family deserves that support. The community wants accountability. They want a stop sign. They want a speed bump. Mm -hmm. They want the name to be changed to Kamari's way. We do as well. So, and then we, and this, this business needs accountability. Accountability. And speaking yeah. of courtrooms. What do we want to see? Uh, accountability. accountability. <laughs> he said, speaking of courtrooms. Oh, wait, oh, wait. Oh, it, it, oh, I, got wait a, I, got a, I got a personal update. Oh, so come on. So it's funny how Stephanie Sharp, mm -hmm. Stephanie Sharp, this 54 year old murderer, mm -hmm. ran through this little boy and she got to walk away with a desk ticket, a desk mm -hmm. appearant ticket, a DAT. Mm -hmm. Mm. That means she shows up in court and they give her a slap on the wrist. Mm. I, I was jumped mm. by five to six officers at a Palestinian action weeks ago. And um, very, very traumatized. This is the, like, I've been arrested before. This is like my fourth, fifth time getting arrested. But like, yo, <laughs> this was the most they ever fucking tried me. And um, just, just attempting to to protect myself like yeah. so i was served with a desk ticket as well and those charges were dropped 
Mm. I got that. I got that letter in the mail saying, um, this is expunged. Your record is clean. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? So let's, let's, I just, I just want to bring awareness to that because it's crazy for protesting, exercising mm. my first amendment right. Right. I got served something that a murderer got served. Right. And, right. and you know what I'm saying? So I'm over this, 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 this is called lawsuit time. <laughs> it's called reparation time. <laughs> you gonna, y'all gonna pay. Stephanie, Hell you yeah. gonna pay. State of New York City, you shall pay. Absolutely. But yeah. That's right. What do we wanna see? Accountability. Uh, <laughs> yeah, speaking of that courthouse shit, man, we ran down with Daniel Penny. So we ran down that work. He caught that bird. Told y'all I was gonna be out there and catch that nigga, y'all, and it was so funny. But I know they showed on the news like how he walked in like he was a model and some shit. Like they taking pictures and shit. He walked with his all his chest and shit, all head, all serious? up and shit. Yep. When he came outside, though. Protesters shouted profanity-laced threats. One man tried to block the path of the SUV he was in. Court officers raced to get him out of the street. But as he exited court, he was confronted. Murderer, protesters shouted as they chased after his vehicle. It was a different side. They didn't show that shit. They had to oh. throw that nigga in the car, bro. They had to grab him and physically throw him in the car. Then I come across the street yelling and spitting and shit, doing my okay. like, you know what I mean? That King Kong. King Kong ain't got shit on me. <laughs> like, nigga, don't do all that shit. <laughs> Motherfucking cops running around me and shit, doing this shit. Like, but I, I was yelling, like, don't touch me, doing that shit. Right. <laughs> they just were like, this is shit. But they wasn't like cops. It was only like really like one cop. Those, it was like a whole bunch of court officials. Mm-hmm. I guess they consider cops in there, but outside, bro, I'll be telling them, like, bro, this is not the courthouse. Right. This is not the courthouse. <laughs> Your jurisdiction. <laughs> you don't even know what to do on these streets. You better go no, somewhere. Like that brother called, don't work out here. Oh, they, they don't know who you are. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, they don't bro, know. What? Oh, no, they must have do something. Y'all think this is getting out the way. Uh-huh. Just, like, yo, just like doing this to make sure I ain't get close to the truck. You know what I mean? Oh, my. When I looked in the truck, all I could see was legs. <laughs> yeah, it was crazy, bro. Because look, yeah, look, 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 look. I'm walking. I'm, so I'm, we we stand across the street as soon as we pulled up. It, it happened like within five or ten minutes. Was, as soon as we pulled up, right? It was like turn up time. Like mm-hmm. I, I came with like with that because I seen the truck and it was a whole bunch of cops and I'm like, this got to be for him. Right. So I came like turn the music, boom, and like blasting blast the side of baby. So it's just like boom. So they already looking across the street like what the fuck going on over there? Right. Like you know the mic like that better not be his car. He coming out here, <laughs> fuck him up. Ah, like just going crazy. And then Miles, Real. um, couple yeah. of comrades, and then went inside the the courthouse. Yeah. And as soon as they went in, I think they were uh, shit. As soon as they was coming in, like that motherfucker was coming out. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And um. I remember, like, I was standing across the street, and I was just, like, just staring, like, just, I was watching them go in, and, like, I'm telling you, like, he must have been going in, they was coming, he was coming out. So I, like, seen the hair, bro, and I'm like, oh, that's the nigga from my flyer. That's the nigga from my flyer. That's the nigga from my flyer. I'm like, damn, let's go down, let's go down. I'm over there making that. I'm like, oh, let's go, let's go down. I'm like, oh, he coming out. And we started, we shit. We we slow walked his truck all the way up the street and shit. And plus, plus it's like he couldn't speed out of there because there's cars in front of him. Yeah. You know what I mean? Ran down, blocked his You know what I mean? So, like, he was, I'm like slow walking in front of his car just telling everybody on the street, like, boom, it's murdering this car. It's Daniel Penny. Uh, uh-huh. uh. And the side street, the side street, they had, like, I wasn't paying attention. The side street was, like, right here. And they had it barricaded off. 
So I was like walking in front of the car mm. and I heard the gates and I just had to turn around and just see that shit busting to the left. Like, <laughs> and I was chasing that bitch and they sped up this like, choo! <laughs> like, it yeah. was gone, bro. I was like, that. Yeah, no, like, you had to turn off. Yeah. Oh, damn right. No, that's what it, I, and that's that's the whole thing. You don't get away with this. You don't. Yeah. You also don't get pu- publicity for this either. No, nah, man, you come through here like you some kind of fucking model and shit. Got your hair all like curlyed up and shit. Like I hate Weird that up. shit, yo. Yeah, bro, come like you having your baddest day. Like you just had a bad dream or something. Man, right. you better be looking dirty and like like oh, I want to like you know what I mean. Right. I just want to like I want to I want to I'm in shame. Shame right. on myself, I nigga. Not have. Come out I here should, looking like the next top right. model. Talking about you a hero, nigga. You's a murderer. But look, yeah. Every time he comes to the fucking city, we are gonna tear his ass up. So his his, his his trial date is in is in uh in the fall. His trial date is in the fall. So we gotta we gotta wait all summer and shit like that. But his next conference date is March twentieth. So we will be outside March twenty. Every time that bitch come to the city, he gonna get ran down on. I want him mm-hmm. to think every time he come to the city, it it's gonna be yeah, it's unsafe. And goddamn it, I want it in his mind. I don't want to go to the city. Uh huh. I don't want to go there. Motherfucker, yep. you don't know who gonna get your ass. Right. He don't even know who the fuck I was, and I had a coffee on. You know what I mean? He like, what the fuck is? Said <laughs> everybody here. Yeah, I was yes. He probably like, what the fuck is going on? Yes. <laughs> he probably like pro Palestinian. I don't give a flying fuck. He was scared. Right. You know what I mean? Tear his ass up. And the other, right, the other date is um, Eric Adams, man. I think he, like like I think he had the end of his road, man. Like. Yeah. His swag, he done lost his swagger and everything. I don't know if y'all be like watching his, like the latest clips and shit, but it looked like, you know what I mean? Like he done experienced a death in his family. Like that swagger's out of him. He's not a happy, happy oh, little camper no more. Like I mean, he's not he, on he here. been dragged quite a bit. Yeah. But he be like, like he always had that cocky shit about him. Like it's finally done dragged up out of his ass. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, That's sad. Like, uh, all right, so if, for people that haven't been paying attention, like they, the city council passed a, a, a bill for cops. To record, to record every interaction they have with you, any interaction, don't matter what they're saying to you on the streets, they want people to be recorded. So, like in case, like, it, like, like shit happens to people all the time and it don't get recorded and shit like that. You be like, this cop did this to me or whatever like that. They be like, you know what I mean? It's no, no evidence. Right. But now they want any interaction that they should have with you to have that recording on, whether it's a level one. And I just want to break it down. Like a level one is um. A level one. All right, a level one encounter is an officer approaches someone and asks his general non, um, um, was it accusatory, accusatory, mm-hmm. accusatory questions, non-accusatory questions. All right, a level two is an encounter with an officer and he can ask accusatory questions. So like accusatory um, questions like were you over there or some shit like that or did you do this, did you do that? Like non non-accusatory questions is, uh, how are you? How are you? Yeah, uh, what's your name? Some shit like that. How you, you feeling know what I mean? Honestly, where, where you, you asked me my name sounds accusatory, but okay. Yeah, yeah. Even asking where you're going is like accusatory, but these are like shit right. that they could get, you know what I mean? Right. Level two is they could just straight up, like, boom, demand. Are you like, good? Uh, uh, uh. And level three, a level okay. three encounter, an officer um, can stop to make it clear that, boom, you're not you're not free to lie. You know what I mean? Figure out this, and they can search you and do everything else. That's the level. These are the levels, because they don't never tell you the levels and shit like that. But right. these are, but this is what they call them when they be like, oh, it's a level one, when they say it over the walkie-talkie. Mm-hmm. Like, all right. So, um, but yeah, they want every encounter. Yeah. So whatever mm-hmm. he says to you, boom. Now, Eric Adams vetoed that bill this morning. Today is Friday, y'all. Even though this is going to be played on Monday, today is Friday. Um, what, January what? 19th. 19th. January 19th. All right. 
um, Eric Adams vetoed that bill this morning. Now, the only um, the people that could override it is the city council, and they are going to override it. Um, that was that was a statement they made later on today and shit like that. I don't know if it's going to be done today or, or later on Monday, but either way, um, he 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 tried to use the subway stabbings and all that for a reason for him to uh, veto this bill. Try to use it as a, a fear monger. That's what they call it, fear monger. Yeah, because um, what he said is the officers had to talk for them to catch the subway stabber and the dude that was just walking through stabbing people. Um, for them to catch them, they had to talk to a thousand, like over a thousand people. And they did thousand people this night. He said he couldn't talk to them if they had to do, if they had to do this bill where they had to record it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Now we don't been in protests. We've been in protests. We don't been on the streets dealing with cops all the time. We know it don't take no three to two minutes. It don't take them. It, it's it's less than a second. That's it. Wait, it, also, it recording. also it's recording. are they supposed to turn it off and back on? Every time they talk to somebody? Like yeah, somebody. I guess. Uh, supposedly. To now, me, they should have that? it. The camera should be the whole shift. Right. The I whole shift. The whole shift should be recorded, <laughs> goddammit. Why real. Why not? They talking about this is a way to protect your officers, but if they're doing the right thing, what, is, what, is, what are you protecting? Unless, what, is, what is going on? Unless you, you are taking doing, a shift. What are you right. Right. Unless you are in the bathroom taking a shit, there's no reason that camera should not be on recording everything yeah. you're doing while you're in uniform on duty. Yeah. Is it that you don't want to be continuously surveilled? You don't want to be uh, Would that make you uncomfortable? But this whole city right. was surveilled. Exactly. Look, and, that, and, the, and the thing you is... You have AI facial recognition mm-hmm. for fair evasion. People trying to get home from work, from school, children, the elderly. Right. You can have facial recognition, but you can't turn on the cameras that you already have budgeted for your officers as tools. Also, you're already wearing it, bro. You just hey, have to... Yo, them motherfuckers, that to, button, yeah. bro, when I, when I get to yelling at them cops, that shit real fat. Exactly. <laughs> right. Turn that shit on as soon as you feel you got to say something to somebody. And it's not... Mm-hmm. Uh, for real, like I said, I think they should have it on there um, all the time. I think as soon as your shift yeah, started. Absolutely. I think as soon as your shift started. Yeah. Uh, you know what I mean? Um... But bare minimum. When this bill get passed, I, I, I expect to see mad cops leaving. You know what I mean? Getting the fuck out of Dodge. That's how they do. Every time something gets pulled against them, um, he gets out of the date. You know what I mean? They start quitting. You will see the numbers like probably next next year. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, this many cops quit last year. You know what I mean? For the protests that he did this. But um, Eric Adams, he's going to ride or die for these cops. He's going to ride or die for these cops all the way out. You know what I mean? Um. And I think it's the end of his shit, and that's why I said I think that we have to start figuring out the city, um, the people of the city have to go out and find our next candidate. Don't let them put somebody in front of us. That would be us putting that person in front of us. You know what I mean? That way, like I said, the people that we put in in office, we can hold accountable because, you know, we can get next to them. Right. And when we find out we can get next to him, guess what? That's the end of your term too, bitch. We're gonna be out here protesting your ass. You know what I mean? Will. Right oh, back, yeah. Right and early. And hopefully like oh. like I said, with people if we put the person in charge, we need to know, like, you know what I mean? We need to we need to boom, pull up on that address when we out to like ah it's game time. Yeah, shot. Yeah, fire shot. <laughs> yeah. I'm not doing that shit. Oh, you ain't do that? No. <laughs> it's That's been fine. doing that all day. It's been doing that the whole time. I don't know why. 
Is oh someone... shit! I thought I was talking some hot shit. <laughs> you know, you were, you were. Well, well, there there you go. Go. I thought he was bashing the bell. I give my niggas a thumbs up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sure. All right, um, but uh, uh, just to add in, uh, he also banned or uh, vetoed a bill to ban solitary confinement ah, in city jails. That. The that same, was, like that today, too? today, yeah, same shit. Say, say that, say that one more time. Uh, he. Along with the vetoing how many stops act, he banned a bill to uh, he sorry he vetoed a bill to ban solitary confinement in city jails. Wow! Mm. So there was and so in in citing citing one he, in one argument he says that they don't use solitary confinement, which is bullshit. Yeah, I thought it's bullshit. And then, but then in the second argument, he's saying that it will also prevent them from being able to like enforce and like be safe in jails too. So he's saying two back. different things. Yeah, bro. Yeah. He's, 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 he's lost. He's sick. Yeah, he's lost. And yeah. I think mean, he's at the end of his road, bro. I said, like, like I said, like he, he was like the swagger man. That's what they was calling him and all that shit. His swag is gone. I better not see him in no clubs or nothing. Ooh, that nigga like he was like he about to go to the funeral home or something. Just laying that coffin. <laughs> it's over. Eric Adams is done. I was like, that's like if I go on him again, it'll be after we saw a pig hunting. Cause we got to shut these pigs up a little bit real quick, man. Um, cause they they they, they forgot where they where they place is at. <laughs> so yeah, after we shake them up, then um, we get back on that stinky pump just for a little bit. And then we I think we need to um. People, we got to invest in finding our new candidate, man, or who we want to represent us, <clears throat> represent New York. Mm-hmm. We feel mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Though we don't want none of these punks, but we need to be comfortable with that. Okay. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. No, I agree. Dom's, you want to be me? At this point. Yeah, we said that, yo. Dom's That's what we need to aim. Hey, yeah. bro, if it ain't 2025, it's, it's, it's coming it, up. We go to the next one. We coming up for the next election. We're going to start getting Don's ready now. When's the next uh, mayor? It's, it's every four. It's every four, right? Every four. So he... 2025, I think. Oh, 2025? Yeah, 2025 is the next one, but I'm saying like after that. Okay. It, they get four years too, though, right? Right, Sean? Uh, yeah, I think so. Yeah. Right, can yeah. he be impeached? Right. Like, we can just get him out here now. Can we impeach the mayor? We can impeach the mayor, right? Well, if so we can impeach the president, just get rid of you literally have the right to revolt. It says it in the fucking constitution. Well, so like, ain't nobody got to give me the right to revolt. Why would they ever write down my rights that would actually free me? We gonna revolt, bro. Talk. Yo, I'm about to get revolt shirts so we can say we revolt. We revolt. Don't touch me. It's in the constitution. We gotta start getting that shit on our backs too. Whatever. <laughs> Whatever. I'm like, bro, if you don't know the rules, just read my back, bitch. Okay. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm leaving. Yeah. So these are demands, nigga. Mm-hmm. Oh, all right. So yeah, we are right, we about to wrap this up. Any call outs that y'all want to do? Oh yeah, shout out, shout out to. Yeah, like uh, y'all want to plug yourself in, like plug Same yourself here. in. Plug it's gonna pop up in. at the bottom of the screen. You know, you want to plug something? I don't. I'm not sure what you want to plug, but I want to go back to the idea of like the revolution being the great undivide. I am positioning myself as the revolutionary therapist. So the idea that like groups will struggle to handle their internal problems, I would like to handle 
by offering group therapy to organizations. And because I don't believe in capitalism, we could work out some type of mutual aid agreement that would allow us all to feel fed by it. But like, we can't continue to allow this motherfucker to just play on our worst fears when we have all the things we need. So mm-hmm. yeah, stay tuned for that. Oh, that ain't facts. Talk. Oh, <laughs> we got our official social community therapist right here. Oh, yeah. Certified. You want to think anything else you want to plug, Big Daddy? <laughs> no, no. I think that's good. That's good. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Fine. Yeah. Also, okay, also holy follow, smokes. Holy smokes. Follow yeah, Wallace yeah, Blends. Yeah. Get some holy smokes for real. I feel very calm. Yeah. 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 It was good. That, we just smoked that whole blend. Uh-huh. Let's make some herbs. Oh, also, um, yeah. You want me to? You want me to? I'm gonna go. You want to close it out? Or you want to do it? You want me to go now? You want to go now? It don't matter, man. I don't give a fuck. No, I want to go right fucking out. Talk heavy. So, if y'all aren't following Stonewall was a riot, check us out mm. every fucking Thursday, five thirty. We rally and six p.m. We march. So be there on time. I know black people, trans people, time, and I get it. But be there on time, y'all. Pop yeah. out. This week, like I said earlier, this episode, we're going to be holding space for Kamari Hughes again. His birthday is on Friday, so we are going to be turning up saying happy birthday to Kamari on Thursday. Um, Yeah. Reach out. Reach out. Um, The flyer will be posted up. Hey, you That's crazy. This is eighth birthday, y'all. Isn't that crazy? It's eighth mm-hmm. birthday. Eighth birthday, yeah. bro. Um, oh, all right. Uh, we the people. Folding the notion. One o'clock. Every Thursday. Okay. Bed's die. Then we got We the People. Ooh. What? Tell every, Saturday. Oh, every Saturday, 1 o'clock. Lexington, between 124th and 125th. Okay. Um, Harlem. Yeah. Yeah. Every Saturday, man. We ain't playing no games out this motherfucker. No. I told you, eventually we coming to the Bronx, too. We not playing out this mug, man. Uh-huh. We not We're playing. really not. We're really not. We the People, NYC. We going to be all over this motherfucker. Um. And uh, March 20th, man. I think that's, that's I am about to start pig hunting, so just be on the lookout for that. Um, I don't know, I don't, I'm definitely gonna pig hunt because oh. it, we go, uh, bro. We, we we ran across two dirty cops that just built in their captains, and one of them locked hey. me up at a Palestinian march in Bay Ridge in October. Um, and he was like actually bragging, like, Oh, uh, yeah, I liked a couple people up, but I, oh. I don't think you, he said, I like a couple people up, but I don't think you was one of them. Huh? And I was because I had the copy on my head. He didn't know it was me. Of you course. know what I mean? And then that's what they do. They 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 rush you and they slide you to like a SRG motherfucker that's gonna take you. And he don't even see like you know what I mean. So you'll never the cop that arrest you is not even put going on your paperwork. There's some right. other motherfucker, and that's how they cover themselves because the motherfucker that 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 arrested me is the one that beat me up. You feel what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. The one that arrest you is the one. Yeah, the one that beat you up. You you when so when you go to file a report. On an officer, like boom, I want to, I want to, an arrest an officer. It's not the one that initially grabbed you or beat you up. It's some other motherfucker, some SRG motherfucker. You know what I mean? Mm, right. And you're like, hey, that's not the one. Now you got to figure it out. How you figure it out? Because it'll body body cams and all that bullshit. And they, that's mm. how they, that's how the motherfuckers get away with the shit. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Pig hunt. Pig hunt. We pig hunt. This motherfucker got oh, 26 yeah. allegations. 26. Um, and then and then the other the other white shirt that was standing next to him had like I think like 16 or 17. But either way, man, the um, 
Yo, Sean, even throw this picture up. Yo, this is the best part of having this podcast and shit. Motherfuckers <laughs> watching. Yo, Sean, put that picture up. Lusty Lance. We're going to show this picture of Lusty Lance up there looking like Arthur, nigga. Yeah. <laughs> Lusty Lance. Yeah. But this country is so heavily over policed. Mm. I have never experienced this ever in my entire life. No, no, ever. And New York City has the, the largest. New York City yeah. has the largest police force. It's the state. So like, it's the state. you go to different states, you don't feel like oh. that. But it's oh. terrifying. It is actually yeah, very, know. very terrifying. Yeah. I see two, three police cars almost every block. Yeah. Oh, this is yeah. It's this like is, a militant. This yeah. is crazy, and it still be like some crazy That's shit going on. Otherwise, they'll be standing right there. You know why? Because they punked. Why niggas be scared? Motherfuckers, the sixty-year-old man started shooting up the train station. You know how I many people was in it? It was cops in the train station. Yeah. The cops yeah. said, "Oh, my walkie-talkie broke." <gasps> Somewhere he couldn't get the signal. No, motherfucker, you hear them gunshots. Exactly. Run the gunshots, you don't have a word to your gunshot. job. How you could hear me hopping the turnstile? You didn't the hear the gunshots. Hopping the turnstile. Yeah. <laughs> yo, they I, I don't hop turnstiles. Allegedly. Like, yo. I don't do that. I actually can't. Have you seen me? Yeah, we finished. Yeah, we finished one of them Stonewall marches. Uh-huh. We was leaving from uh, Times Square. And I was walking with Dodds. Me and Dodds is up. And somebody else. But the radio went off. And the radio, the radio was going off. And the shit was like, uh, Shots fired, shots fired, shots fired, shots fired. On the radio. I'm walking past, I'm like, yo, hurry up and go over there and get shot. Hello? Yo, he was so bad. Fuck you, bitch. So this is your job? That's your job. The officer said, fuck you, bitch. He was like, nah, you mad because you know your job is to go over there. I was like, yo, that's why you fucking ugly anyways, bitch. He said, and I know, I know. That's a response. I was like, you just said, you just called us a bitch and said, you know you're ugly. Like you're having a bad day. You're having a very bad day. It sounds like your life is bad. You don't like your job. You should quit. You should quit your job. Also, you know they're gonna be like, I couldn't come because I was handling these civilians. Yeah. No, but I heard the I heard um I heard the, the cop at Times Square only there for pictures. And that was another cop that told us that. I heard that too, yeah. They yeah. said they're the cop did. told us that. That's why it yeah, they said there's so many cops out there because it's, it's really for armed tourists. They want to make it they look safe. Like, it's like the presence of police. So they tourists wanna... feel safer around police. And they take pictures with them and you everything. You ever see yeah. a fight at Times Square? It's a police center watch, in Times Square. Watch, watch the cops. It's, not, it's, not, it's, usually, it's usually not the cops. Sometimes it be them that they'll move around, but huh. they'll call a whole other union to come grab the niggas and shit, bro. Because huh. they don't do nothing. It's because America spends all its money intimidating you into not doing things that like they don't actually have any resources to enforce laws or keep keep people safe. Yeah. Is that is that a propaganda? Because it the motherfucking tourists will pull up in here and be ah New York's finest. Want to take Yo, pictures? Talk about the propaganda. Like, Come uh, on, what? So for they real, want, they want the niggas to be out say. there. Yeah, they're either feel safe and either like, oh, these are the heroes. Mm-hmm. Motherfucker, be run up on them cops. Nine eleven. Oh, like, no, fuck out of here. You were, like, I'm he sure all my there. All yeah. like, fucking He's sweating. Him. He wasn't there. Yeah. He's sweating. Like, he's, he's stressed out. out. Oh, yeah, shit. Right, let's wrap this up, y'all. All right, y'all, yo, that was an episode of Unapologetic Talk. Yo, shout out to our co-host. We don't say co-host because we can say you're a guest co-host. Yeah, yeah, like, co-host, no, guest. Yeah, shout out to our guest co-host, Blue and Oasis. Yeah. And shout out to Rudy. Rudy, be back next week, y'all. Unapologetic Talk. See y'all next week. Bye. See you next week. <laughs>